Again, good morning. It, it's quite a glorious morning, actually. And it is an appropriate time, I think, for us to be continuing to consider the question and the theme of journey. Journey is our theme from March. Watching the snow vanish before our eyes, feeling the first breaths of warmer than freezing air, hearing the rumble of thunder for the first time since October. The journey of our earth through the heavens, the journey of our environment through the seasons, the journey each of us travels alone, yet together. And there's nothing like a really terrible winter for one to appreciate the coming spring. Situated on the lake like Kenosha is, these past couple of months have reminded me of some of the winters I spent in Boston, and not in a good way. <laughs> the wind, the stinging precipitation, the freshly fallen snow, veiling treacherous black ice, and a painful fall just waiting to happen. The polar vortex, which Happily, my family and I partially missed this January, where for the entire month, the average daily high temperature mark, does anyone want to guess what the average high temperature mark in Kenosha was for the entire month of January? Zero. Zero degrees Fahrenheit. Now that's enough to make the 37 degrees or whatever it is right now feel downright balmy, right? Well, part of the magic of this time for me is the realization that, yes, it is turning brighter, warmer again, just when it seemed hopeless, or that February would continue on into the intolerable season of sideways freezing rain Bostonians lovingly refer to as smarch. As in, isn't this great smarch weather this morning? Just when it seems like that caked on ice at the bottom of each driveway and sidewalk ramp will calcify into actual concrete, just when we think there will be no end to winter. We have a day that doesn't dip below freezing. Just one so far, if you're counting, but enough to melt and subsequently flood, of course, much of Wisconsin this last week. So yes, the coming equinox is not only very real, but very welcome. Easing our way out of the dark and cold of nature, but also of ourselves. The actual celestial phenomenon of the Earth's axis hitting. Just an instant, a perpendicular orientation to its orbit around the sun, the relative wobble of our world is still. For just an instant, the geometry lines up for an imperceptibly brief period of time measured in milliseconds at most, which will happen this coming Wednesday at right about 4.48 p.m. our time. Now, our world religions have obviously taken note of this change over the millennia, and it is not coincidence 
that we have solar holidays centered around this time of year. Equinox was a time of the first plantings in much of the Northern Hemisphere and corresponded with numerous springtime rituals and celebrations. Passover is a holiday that, though centers on the mythology of the Exodus, has many elements of planting and sowing rituals, including the baking and eating of matzah, the unleavened crackers associated with the first seed-sowing ceremonies in the land of Canaan. Easter itself is a celebration of life returning even after death, a metaphor for the cycles of the year and for our own lives. And in some of these ceremonies, equinox is called a time of balance, an evening of light and dark, a shifting of the powers of night and day, a moment of pause. But this analogy has always kind of confused me a bit, that a brief instant in time amongst the swirling maelstrom of the cosmic sea could indicate stasis, or rest, or balance. It seemed always to me to be a moment of dynamic equilibrium, that scientific term for the way systems maintain relative balance in an ever-shifting, ever-moving makeup. The way a stable molecule maintains itself despite the constant buzzing of electrons or how Kool-Aid turns water a uniform color if you leave it long enough. Regardless of the metaphor, spiritual or scientific, equinox is a time of transition. From death to life anew as symbolized in our soon-to-be-popping flowers and grasses, doggedly preparing for the next bloom despite the frigid earth, and actualized in our recognition that some whom we love did not make it to today. Yesterday, in fact, we said goodbye to one of our oldest yet most youthful hearts in our memorial service for founding member B. Lundgren. B. lived to see 100 springtimes, but sadly will not be here with us as Equinox returns again. But I do remember speaking with B. a couple months before she made her final transition, and I asked her what she thought happened when we died. And in her lovely, soft way, she smiled and said, I like to believe we come back as the flowers. Come back as the flowers. And for someone who loved gardening and cultivating life and beauty as much as she did, the turn of the seasons and the different phases of life renewed is a fitting metaphor for how we hold her and all those who have influenced us for the good in our hearts. And so it is with the springtime that our lives are, at all times, punctuated by the ebbing and flowing of great griefs and great joys, loss turned to renewal, death to rebirth, if only in memory and in the flowers that remind us of those whom we love. So this springtime, whether you've seen a dozen or four score, when you do see those first buds forming on silvery branches and the first splash of 
purple crocus or yellow daffodil. Think of those whom you've loved, who may, just in fact, be coming back as the flowers. Happy springtime, everyone. Blessed be and amen.